yo, yo, you already know what it is. It is Tuesday, it's 4 o'clock, and that means one thing. It's time for Brooklyn Bandstand right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And ladies and gentlemen, I always get you the best guests I could possibly get my hands on in studio with me today. DJ Khaled. What's going on, DJ, DJ Khaled? DJ Khaled, Major Key. We're the best. All right, no, it's not DJ Khaled. <laughs> but <laughs> we have a world-renowned DJ in the studio with us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm in the midst of greatness, okay? Did you find the place all right, first, first and foremost? I like to ask that. Everything was good? Yeah, man, it was straight, straightforward. Secu- security didn't give you a hard time because, you know, Sometimes they still ask me to to check in, like you know, what I'm saying I, I guess I'm a nobody around here. Well, so. actually, you know, all I had to say is, "Oh, I'm here with Ben Lewis," and they were like, "Oh, oh okay." Well, you front know, I, line. I knew I knew that would got you to the front of the line, and I wanted you to say that on air to make me feel better, because you know, I like that kind of stuff, man. But now we got DJ Cool Hand in the building. Listen, this guy's resume is one of the most impressive resumes that I've ever seen of all my guests. I I don't know where to start, man. He was G Easy's official DJ, correct? Uh he's he's been on the stage, ladies and gentlemen, with the likes of Young Money, Cash Money, Drake, Nicki Minaj, Juvenile, Lil Wayne on the farewell tour. Man, PNB Rock. I mean, he he's he's done VIP parties for Bruno Mars, the Grammys. He's DJ for Microsoft, Red Bull, Miller, Coors, HBO. He's he's done the the South by Southwest uh festival, A three C, Bacon and Bear Classic, Warrior Dash. The list goes on. New York Wine and Food Festival. Um, I'm gonna say this. Um, did you have to take a cab back from that one? The, the Wine and Food Festival. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to take a take a cab. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I did that. Uh, well, no, I didn't do. It. I did a wine festival one, and um, I was like, you know, wine, wine ain't gonna get messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have I have a zero stars on Lyft because it was a rough night. And oh, sometimes you you got to get the alcohol out your body. I, yeah, you know I hear one uh, way or other. I hear they upcharge you quite a bit. Um, you have to pay for the car detailing if you if you earl in a cab. Yeah, and I don't know why they always go to you know the premium car dealership, <laughs> exactly, car detailing right? ship, whatever. Exactly. Um, you know when that ridiculous. happens. But man, hearing you list off all those things, you know, feels good. Yeah, you know, feels like the last decade or so has been um, worthwhile. Yeah, for sure, man. Like y- you've been all over. Now you're originally from the Bay Area, correct? Yeah, Oakland, California. That's the right. Town. Oakland, California, in the building, man. You a big Warriors fan? Of course. You got Clay Thompson, man. Last night, fourteen three pointers in a single game. Incredible. Yeah, incredible, man. I'm. I remember when the Warriors were trash. So yeah. <laughs> So this I remember good. too. <laughs> I, I, I remember pre Steph Curry and post yeah. Steph Curry. So right, it's been right. Around for both. Yeah, man. It's it's dope, man, to have somebody from the Bay Area. Bay the Bay Area, Oakland, especially, so much heritage, man. First of all, you got too short. You got G Easy. You, you know what I'm saying? You got some some major players in the hip hop game uh from the Bay Area and just California in general. Can't forget E forty, Mac. Yeah, there Dre. you go. Yes. Rest in peace, Pink Mac Dre. Listen, man, the Bay Area has a lot of big names. Um, so that, I'm pretty sure that definitely had an influence on you growing up in in that area, in the Bay Area, Oakland, Oaktown, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Man. Uh, shit. I mean, you know, the Black Panthers are heavy just in the culture mm-hmm. of Oakland, Tupac, all that. Um, 
definitely influenced me growing up in in Oakland. I went to Oakland Tech. Marshawn Lynch, uh, you know, graduated from there a few years before I did. Okay. Um, and and just being steeped in in the culture, yeah, like it's a very unique experience versus you know if I grew up in like San Francisco yeah. or yeah, you know, or or someplace someplace else. Oakland is completely unique. And, uh, and yeah, I was, I was lucky and it's probably the only reason why I've been able to do what I do is, is having that unique upbringing. Yeah, man, for sure. Look, I want to get into, cause obviously coming from somewhere with such a rich history, especially in, in music, not just hip hop, but just in music in general, man, Oakland has a lot of rich history, California, like I said, a lot of rich history in music. So how did that influence your your desire to become a DJ, man? What what went into that? Like, was this something you were always interested in? Was it something you were introduced to and you're like, this is cool, I want to do it? Like, how did DJ Cool Hand get into DJing? Man, so I actually was a hip-hop head before I was a DJ and actually a promoter of hip-hop parties. So I started my DJ career as doing um i used to do these parties called bars which stood for break art rap scratch the four elements of hip-hop and you know being a high school kid i didn't have the money to pay for a dj so um there was this youth program that taught djing and i was able to to do that um learn on real vinyl start djing my own parties then it was just an opportunity to be you know the dj at at tech or at my high school and uh and do you know house parties we used to do parties at the black muslim bakery uh we used to do you know we we shout out to elmo the dj we did a party at city hall one time uh we were really just running the bay elmo and i and uh anyway so that's that's how i got started is really being a a promoter that needed a good dj yeah and man You know, it's funny that you mentioned like you went to like a, a program that taught you how to DJ as as a teenager, um, because we here at Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we will be launching an after school program for local teenagers in 2019 to learn media literacy through media making using a hands on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash after school. And remember, all donations are tax deductible. Because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And, um, you know, you and I both do taxes. And when, yeah. you, when you make donations, you can put that down. Oh, and, those write offs are heavy. Um, yeah, there you and, go. Man, I just would like to say that programs like, like Radio Free Brooklyn and, and what I grew up going to, which mm-hmm. was Youth Movement Records and uh, Youth Uprising, I mean, they really do work. They really do give kids like myself who grow up in tough neighborhoods. Um, an opportunity to get, you know, off the streets, do something else, uh, do something that could potentially be a career. Yeah. Um, and really, uh, is, is an opportunity to like focus on their interests, which they don't get that opportunity, like in school or when they're at home or it just, it just opens so many doors and I'm always looking forward to opportunities as well to donate my time to organize organizations like that because, uh, that along with reading, is what got me here today. <laughs> That's right, man. Definitely, man. You need so you need programs like that for the youth, man. Who knows? Through the Radio Free Brooklyn uh, Teens Take the Mic program, you might find the next Ben Lewis. Who knows? I don't know. 
Hell yeah, or the next DJ Khaled. Yeah, it might be in a little full of myself. DJ Cool Hand. I probably shouldn't have said that, right? I was being a little full of myself. No, no, you're right to say that. (laughs) But, yo, you know what I want to get into? DJ Cool Hand. How many, because a lot, most of the time, before you settle on a name, like your your stage name, the name that you're going to go by, I know for the most part, you must have went through probably a lot of five, six, ten different names. Do you remember how, like, do you remember the process of choosing out the name? Like, okay, this is what I'm going to go by. Or was DJ Cool Hand always your thing? So, I mean, I, I again, you know, was blessed with being part of a program. And uh, I had never seen the movie Cool Hand Luke. So, uh, but I was doing a, a interview for them to help promote the youth program. And before that interview, they were like, look, we got to come up with a DJ name for you. How do you feel about DJ Cool Hand? And at the time, I didn't really know what it meant, but I was like, hey, that sounds better than like DJ Skywalker or DJ Darth Vader or some other contenders. But they're, you know, those are hella corny. So, yeah, I was going to say that. I, yeah, I was going to be honest with you. D- exactly. DJ Skywalker, I, I, I wouldn't hire you. That's- I judge people if they know <laughs> if they know what Cool Hand, you know, uh, is a reference to. Mm hmm. They're they're good in my book. If they what don't, is Cool Hand a reference to? Please so, educate me because I have no idea. There we go. There we go. So <laughs> hey, at least you're honest. So it's a uh, it's a movie. It's Cool Hand Luke. It's a prison movie um, from the '60s where Paul Newman is this character that. So it it's not really like an action movie. It's more like um, a social commentary on how somebody that is subtle can also be effective. And it's also about how people that are, are rebellious um, can challenge the system, but also how that system might reject them. The The famous line from the movie is, what we've got here is a failure to communicate. So, you know, things like that speak to me. Um, I've watched the movie a million times. If you want to borrow my copy, I got you. Is it Blu-ray, DVD, VHS? I got it, I got it on Blu-ray. All right. Well, you know, um, I'm poor, so I don't have a Blu-ray player. Um don't worry, you know. I got it on bootleg too. I can send you the YouTube link. <laughs> there you go, man. My guy DJ Coolhand always looking out. Uh man. So we ran down your resume, man. I, I want to start at the top of this, man. DJing for G Easy. Now, I mean, everyone listening, you got to know who G Easy is at this point, right? I mean, How- I I definitely do. <laughs> I do too. All right. If you know, if you're listening and you don't know who G Easy is, and you're under the age of uh, 35 I should say yeah you know you need to reevaluate some things you know I, I knew there. I knew he made it when people stopped saying Jeezy like J-E-Z-Z-Y like yeah. like kept trying to qualify it and me being like no G dash easy yeah with a Z. and uh which at the time was kind of like a corny name when he first started yeah and we actually like talked about like changing it talk about finding names like yeah originally he was uh, his name was generic, and then he went by G Easy. Well, I, I'm anyway. glad. I'm glad he didn't come out as generic. That that's terrible. That's yeah, a, that's a horrible name. Well, I that's, think he started that in like high school or something. Which is when I found out about him. He had this uh, this song, um, "I'd Be in the Lab," and he sampled like Dexter's Laboratory, and just it. He was <laughs> part of the uh, the slap the slap doctors, and so I was already wow. a fan of him. We met in college in New yeah. Orleans, and you know. We, you know, we, I still know like his management team. We still know each other in, in like a, 
like a third party kind of way. You're right, right, um, right. But one day soon, you know, I already know I'm gonna be in the studio, or he's gonna be in the studio. We're gonna happen to cross paths again. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I'm looking forward to that time. And that's that's when you uh sneak, uh not sneak, but you just shoot me a text, and um, I will drop whatever I'm doing, and just act like I'm a, I was in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, um, <laughs> definitely, definitely, and I'll, I'll need an entourage for sure. Well, but, uh, yeah, there you go. But you know, um, you know, starting to DJ for him, I was just like G Easy's DJ, even right. though I was DJ Cool Hand. Like because he had a little more clout than I did, I was kind of on his coattails, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why, you know, it. I'm so blessed that we ended up separating for a while mm-hmm. because now I feel like I built my resume up so that. When I work with him again, we're on us on the same level, and, right, and exactly. we can be collaborators more than um, just me kind of being the younger brother that I was when we were in college. Right, yeah, so it's crazy. Like you guys, so you went to college in New Orleans, yeah, both, both of you, yeah, and that's incredible. Like, so you both from the Bay Area, Oakland, and then you end up both going to college in New Orleans. Yeah, like that's that's if that's not fate, I don't know what is. Like, yeah, and what's crazy is I didn't even know like he he went to college at Loyola where we both went. Yeah, and uh, it was because Loyola had this uh, music business program. Right, and I actually started going to college as an econ major because I didn't think a DJ was like in the cards for me. Yeah, but that first year uh, is when I became his DJ, and then he had you know a friend who interned uh, with Lil Wayne's tour management, mm-hmm. and so that got us on the on that Wayne tour. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, things kind of snowballed from there. So when I came back for my uh sophomore year, I was like, might as well just do the music thing. I'm already, yeah. you know, kind of doing it. Um, and uh, and yeah, and, and and I mean, a lot built up to that. You know, back in Oakland, I was doing you know San Francisco clubs when I was underage. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, shout out to City Nights. Shout out to the factory that doesn't really exist anymore. But uh. But yeah, like like Elmo and I ran it. So then when when I moved to New Orleans, I was suited to just kind of be turnkey and just show up. I knew what I was doing. I started on vinyl. So when I was using Serato, I didn't need to rely on the technology or whatnot. You know, I'm just advocating for like learning how to actually DJ and not just, yeah. you know, be a playlist. And so Ooh, when I... Throwing some shade, uh, dude. So uh, when cool I... Hat. Is that some shade? Is that... You know... To it, all your iPod DJs out there. Yeah, you know... um. We got some, we got, we got, we got some vinyl here. You know Yo, I mean, got, I, hey. ne- next time, see, this is, oh. this is where I'll get the second invite. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll spend some vinyl for yeah, you. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> I'm actually, no, in like two weeks, I'm doing this PR, uh, well, there's a PR company that hired me to do a disco party. Mm-hmm. And unlike hiring another DJ that might bring like a little controller and whatever and hit mm-hmm. the sync button, I'm actually going to bring my Technic 1200s. I got a rotary mixer. I'm a um and I'm gonna bring my vinyl. You know, I got that. Yeah, hear that? Oh, y'all want to be DJs out there, man? Listen, go follow this man on Instagram, DM him, and ask for some lessons. Okay? Yo, if you if you're interested in finding out more about me, definitely check me out on the uh, stereotype uh, interview. Respect the DJ. It's written up in a blog post, and I talk a little bit more about is that. Stay, about uh, that. Is that Dave Noodles? Yeah, shout out my to Dave guy Noodles. Dave Noodles, man. Yeah. Oh man, shout out to him, man. For real, he's he's doing he does some, some great work. For, for creatives out in the creators community, man, for real. Yeah, man. Oh, man. So, like, you go from, so you talked about you guys, you DJed for for, for G-Eazy. What led to 
kind of the the separation like because were you guys on that tour that had uh young money cash money on there were you guys on that together yeah so this is when like i wish i could every girl in the world i don't know if i can i love that song no you can curse so you know that that was when that song was hot bedrock was hot oh so like everybody was on that tour drake was new so like so like we we did after parties with drake when drake was you know he he was just I don't even think he was officially signed yet. They were just starting to put him out. Yeah. Um, Nikki was just like getting started. So it was just, it was huge uh, for me to be involved with that, you know, and um, you know, the, the cool part about it was just being exposed to that environment, mm-hmm. but it was a totally like, and, and a lot of people experience this. It was an identity changing moment. Yeah. So, so I went to, you know, I, I came from doing hood parties. Like I did parties that got shot up. I did parties that. Well, know, it's not, it's not a party until it gets shot up. So you were in Oakland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I went from that to within a year touring with, you know, this is Carter three, Lil Wayne. So, oh so man, think, this is peak, prime Lil Wayne. This is peak Lil oh, Wayne. So like, gosh. it's like, you know, as I explained it to my parents is it's like, if you were a garage band and then all of a sudden you're, you're touring with the Beatles, you know? Man. So, you know, so we, you know, I got a little bit big headed off that. I was, mm-hmm. you know, it made me contemplate not even going to college anymore. Like, yeah. like Man, I don't need this. I'm yeah, a, I'm exactly. a Lil Wayne. Come and, on now. And so for me, it was like this big thing, but for yeah. G, it was like, yo, this is just like a step. Right. You know, so he is, was, he was able to kind of keep his head a little bit. Keep, keep level. And yeah. I was like, you know, but it blew my mind. So, right, right. so yeah. So, you know, he had to, he had to keep going and, mm-hmm. and I had to figure out my own thing. But again, it was a blessing because it forced me to then go back to the drawing board and build my cloud up. Yeah. So now being able to say, yo, I do VIP parties for Bruno Mars. You know, I've opened for Wu-Tang. I've, you know, I've done very similar things on my own, yeah. with my own credibility. So, yeah. you know, and I'm gonna keep it pushing. And, and one day, like I said, we're just, we're just going to rub shoulders again and uh and do another record you know that's what's up man and hopefully i'm i'm somewhere in the room i don't have to be right at the site that y'all meet <laughs> but you know I, I'll, I'll be at the bar like a thousand feet away or something like that hopefully i'm around yeah. um we're gonna take our first break of the show man this we we're about to play a track that you actually did with g-easy mm-hmm. uh called sb dunks yeah um how did that come together man my freshman year i was sleeping on g's couch essentially like we yeah. were just we were like brothers and uh shout out g shout out maddie shout out juice and like we were just kind of doing our thing and g brought the beat to me and he was like yo bro can you know can i get some scratches or whatever yada yada and i was like sure and then there was this freshman named hugh augustine who's Mm -hmm. still i'm seeing out in la he was he was another student he hopped on um and then g shouted me out on on the record you'll hear it in the first verse and uh and then he ended up reconfiguring that and shouting out another dj on the official release mm-hmm. and uh and then putting another mc as the featured but that's fucked up jeezy come on now come on oh come there on, goes Jeezy. my live stream there goes my live stream it's all good I'll, I'll pick it up in a second but uh but yeah no nah, no nah, that's that's how the industry works is politics and yeah. so there's no shade on that because that's what you got to do you got to leverage other people's platforms and i mean that's why i'm on with ben, with ben lewis to try to get a little bit famous sir well <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get famous off of you. That's, that's, there we but, go. See. But here it is, man. This is uh, G Easy, man. SB Dunks. This was in 2009, right? 
09, baby. Oh, man. Here Same it year is, I graduated man. high school. Let's do it. Here it is, man. We'll be right back. You're listening to Brooklyn Bankstown right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. DJ Cool Hand is my guest for the day. It's the best in the world. Ben Lewis hosting today. We'll be right back.
Yes, that was G-E-Z. DJ Cool Hand provided the scratches on that record. That was way back in 2009. But enough about G-E-Z. So, Cool Hand, do you still provide scratches for artists if they hit you up and say, hey, I need some scratches if a producer hits you up? Like, do you say, yo, I'm too big to do some scratches on your, on your, on your record? Or, or do you just go ahead and do it? Man, uh, I, I I always feel honored when people ask me to to collab on their record. Right. Um. So yeah, man. I I recently got uh an inquiry mm-hmm. from uh from Riser. Shout out to Riser, yes. number one producer in New York. That's um, right. That is and, right. And uh, he he was working with SEFQ um from Queens, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, I got these songs that I need. I need some scratches on. Would you mind doing them?" And uh. And yeah, man, we, we did, we, we ended up, you know, putting out two songs with my scratching on it and it, it, it's an honor. It's an honor yeah. to be involved in hip hop and continuing like going with that. So yo, if you need some scratches, it's contact go. at djcoolhand.com. That's right, man. You gotta, yeah, they, there you go. Go to that damn website. Okay. And go get some top notch, top quality scratches on your record. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And a cosign. There you go. Because you got DJ Cool Hand on your record. That's right. You know, and, and I'm, I'm I'm appreciating this cosign that I'm getting of having DJ Cool Hand on my show. I'm going to start charging more for, you know, saying after this. But, yeah, <laughs> I, talked to, I sat down with DJ Cool Hand, all right? You're going to have to up the value. The 100%. price has gone up. Yeah, there you go. The price has gone up, man. Yo, DJ must be a whole lot of fun, right? Yeah. Uh, you got DJs get to do parties. You know, like for you, you you do a lot of gigs, like private gigs. You know, uh, gigs with for big companies, big artists. Man, what is your favorite part about DJing? About being DJ Coolhand? So yeah, my addiction to it is is that energy. Yeah. Um, like I love when you know you you when I transition like a whole bunch of different records together, and it creates this energy and this vibe that. You know, you just you get locked in with the with the crowd, mm-hmm. and then the coolest thing that I love to do with that is uh, is then expose them to something that they haven't been exposed to. So if I'm doing like a corporate party or something, and I'm playing, you know, just a typical top forty or whatever, whatever they're comfortable with, yeah. If I can mix in something that's interesting, yeah, that's that's what gets me going. Like if I can if I can then throw in, you know, a house track or some hip hop track or something, you know, and, and sandwich that with something that, that they know mm-hmm. and I can keep them going. Like I, I built that trust with that audience. I mean, you saw that at the MDC show that, uh, that I did recently, yes. you know, you know, you lock in with that crowd and, uh, and you get that energy, right. And I just love, you know, bring that positivity to the world. I mean, that's my job. My job is to lead and, and give people an opportunity to, relax and and have fun in this you know crazy crazy world of ours yeah man yo djs definitely play an important role like you guys dictate the parties like dictate the events that you go to like you know what everybody that i i feel like this about a dj like you want to be after the party people will talk if you were a shitty dj people will say man that dj was terrible and you could you could tarnish the venue if you do a horrible job like so i feel like djs have a lot of pressure on them and then if the dj is great you know and i listen i've i've been around for a party that you dj great stuff great job 
everybody had fun. I brought I brought people to I started bringing people to MDC parties and they've always had a good time and they've never had a bad thing to say about the DJs and that's that's a good thing. Um, but do people talk about the DJ when he when he does great? Yeah, and, I, I mean, and that and that's what I've built my rep on is like I'll do a party. Yeah, and then somebody will be like, "Yo, who's that DJ?" You know, right. they, they'll talk to the the planner, they'll talk to you know whoever hired me, and then they'll they'll hire me for their event. Yeah, and and that's really how I built my company in all three regions. So like in California, uh, Louisiana, and here in New York, um, it's all in that reputation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm I'm just really lucky to be able to do that. I know a lot of people that would love to be in my position, and uh, so you know. I'm lucky. It's when that preparation hits opportunity. You know what I mean? And, and keep those opportunities coming. And yeah, it's all about like the DJ or your entertainment in general, like sets the vibe. Like you can have decorations, you can have the, you know, the people there and stuff. But if the music ain't right, like, you know, it that, that can make a whack party. Yeah, for sure, man. So here's what we're going to do real quick. It is 430. So you already know every day on Brooklyn Bandstand at 430, we give you those show listings, everything going down, going down in New York City tonight. Uh, right before I get into that, I want to let DJ Cool Hand, listen, he's a busy man, big time DJ. I'm sure you have a whole bunch of stuff going on. So I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to plug everything that you're doing, everything you got going on, how people can find you, how they can book you, let everyone know. How they can get in contact or get access to DJ Cool Hand. And please mention your podcast, DJ for Hire, that we're going to get into a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, so, first off, just that Instagram at uh, DJ Cool Hand. That's a DJ C O O L H A N D. And then um, from there, you, you know, you'll end up on my website, DJ And that should, you know, get you in tune with, you know, I got some shows coming up public shows that you can come check out we've got a uh, riser's birthday midnight dreams collective on november 16th friday november 16th uh i mean there's a bunch of cool people on that show uh we got atlas we got champ beats we got meal soul we got dj cool hand we got you know riser we got we, we got I'm, I'm gonna plug it a little bit more later but uh but you got to check that out and then if you're you know if you're an up-and-coming dj Check out my podcast. It's DJ for Hire. Um, and you can search that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, whatever you like to use. Um, and uh, I talk about like different things like how to price your DJ services, how to um, build content as a DJ. And uh, so, yeah, check me out. I also got an app coming out called Q, which we could talk about. Um, I'm just finishing the development right now. And that's going to help DJs with an algorithm to help uh, them learn about new music um, and cue up their sets a little bit better based on lyrics, uh, tempo, of course, and key. Anyway, we can talk about that later. But yeah, sure. All right, man. DJ Cool Hand, my guest today on Brooklyn Bandstand. It is the best in the world. Ben Lewis hosting. It is just past uh, 4.30. So here we go with those show listings. And ladies and gentlemen, tonight going down at the Alphaville weeknight, Shop Talk looms and incredibly elderly will be performing. It is a 21 and over show and it is absolutely free. Ralph, Traces, and St. Marilyn will be at Baby's All Right tonight. That is a $12 ticket, 16 and over to get in. Steely Dan will be performing at the Beacon Theater. All ages are welcome. No need to find a babysitter. That's going down at 8 p.m. The Psychedelic Furs will be at Bergen Pack. All ages are welcome to that show. 
8 p.m. is the start time. Mrs. Smith, Ruby the Hatchet, Monte, and Fern Mayo, Clever Girls, and the Values will be at Brooklyn Bazaar. That's a $12 ticket. All ages are welcome. Maricone will be performing at Brooklyn Bowl tonight. That's a $10 ticket. 6 p.m. is the start time. 21 and over to get in. Andrew Weathers, Ian Epps, Mike Negro, and Andrew Osterhoot will be at Holo. 21 and over to get in. $12 for the ticket. 8 p.m. is the start time. Chief Keith will be at Irvin Plaza tonight. 16 and over to get in. 7 p.m. is the start time. Beastie Boys will be live with Adam Horowitz and Michael Diamond at King's Theater. All ages are welcome. 8 p.m. is the start time. Uh, Juska, Dolly Spartans, Soul Blind, Good Looking Friends, and Rock Solid will be at Knitting Factory in Brooklyn tonight. All ages are welcome. 8 p.m. is the start time. How Gelb will be at Littlefield. $15 for the ticket. 21 and over to get in. The Morning Sea and Bird Streets will be at Mercury Lounge tonight. That's at 9.30 p.m. And just before they go on, Public Memory and Tears will also be at Mercury Lounge. That's at 6.30 p.m. That is a $12 ticket. Ilana Glazer will be at Murmur Theater. $15 to get in. All ages are welcome. 7 p.m. is the start time. Tulipa Ruiz and will be at National Sawdust. All ages are welcome. $25 for the ticket. Alan Raymond will be at Public Arts. 21 and over to get in. $20 for the ticket. Kristen Hirsch, Fred Abong, and Rob Ehlers will be at Rough Trade. $20 for that ticket. 21 and over to get in. The Wombats, Barnes Courtney, will be performing at Terminal 5. All ages are welcome. $28, $28 for the ticket. 7 p.m. is the start time. Julia Klausner, Jill Subule, Ted Leo, Laura Cantrell, Jean Gray, and Tammy Faye Starlight will be at the Bell House. 21 and over to get in. $25 for the ticket. 7 p.m. is the start time. The Ghost Wolves, the Bobby Lees, will both be at the Bowery Electric. $15 for the ticket. 21 and over to get in. Sally Can't Dance, Tribute to the Cramps, will be at the Bowery Electric as well. That show starts at 7 p.m. $20 to get in. Tori Kelly will be at the Riverside Church. $42.50 is the cost of admission. All ages are welcome to that show. 8 p.m. is the start time. Abby Jacobson will be in Town Hall tonight. All ages are welcome. $38 for the ticket. Ice Balloon, Shauna, Belena, and Farrell Scouts will be at Trans Pecos tonight. $10 for the ticket. All ages are welcome. Nasty Band, Hairbone, Venerance, and Macy Rodman will be at Union Pool tonight. That is a $10 ticket. 21 and over to get in. Jane and Drama will be at Warsaw. 7 p.m. is the start time. All ages are welcome to that show. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our show listings for this Tuesday, October 30th. This is the day before Halloween, right? Yeah, man. I got to plug another event, though. Go ahead. Do your thing, man. Yo, it's the launch party of Union West today. If you want an RSVP, hit me up at DJ Coolhand on Instagram. Uh, there's going to be some really dope people there uh, costumed. Um, there's going to be some cool music. I'll be attending, not DJing. But, uh, but yeah, there's going to be, you know, open bar. Everything is free. So hit, hit me up. Well, that's what I like to hear. It's free. Open open bar and free. 
is probably my three favorite words yep. in the English language. Okay, <laughs> so make sure you head out there, man. You could get a chance to meet the the man, the myth, the legend, DJ Cool Hand, who is my guest here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Bandstand. Each and every week, we get you the best guest. All right, I never let you down. All right, if you say I've let you down, you're lying. You boldface lie. Facts. There you go. All right, we're going to get into uh, another track. This is an artist that you've worked with, man, S-E-F-Q. Yeah, man. So we're transitioning from Scratches from 09 to Scratches in 2018. That's right. So, uh, yeah, check out that hook. See see how y'all like it. Let's go, man. This is Yuka featuring DJ Coolhand. We'll be right back here on Radio Free Brooklyn. You can call me self, Spanish Sherrick, Jack Spano, S-E-F-Q, hat mad low, flannel round the waist, away. I used to be poppy running round with a battle round your way, not sit in a throne saddle, a lone pharaoh, mm. queen's nigga to the bone marrow on the north side of things, I wasn't in the game but saw it all up close on the court side of things, I used to wanna just walk in and pick a fur, I wasn't hustling, but my niggas were. I knew the bosses that was the gift and curse. I know who did the talking, I know who did the work. Referred to good fellas when in doubt, but I knew you never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. So I hold water like a camel, doing pray police. Don't shoot me for the camera. You, you could call me, you could, you could see me when you see me, nigga. this cross i'm already young because i think i'm on so you couldn't tell me how i'm better off you have to envision it for you execute i'm trying to make decisions for the best pursuit in my best suit eating prosciutto flacco came a long way from being afraid of the google if i can't find a way i find a loophole need a day without new posts a way without the glucose no soy either, not even partial. Your soy, who I say I am, that's worth the marshal. Soon as they think I backed out, tell them I'm back in. The tenants are cracked out, the leather is cracked in. The street was Avon, that's where I got my point across. That's where I started my mornings off. Before I was too mellow for a riot. Before Bustello was in the diet, nigga, you could call me. You could call me. You could, you could see me when you see me, nigga. Those were some impressive scratches, if I must say so myself. <laughs> well, actually, actually, my uh, theory is always to keep it simple. Yeah. But uh, but but have it be effective. So, you know, and it's a musical instrument. So, like, if yeah. you listen to those scratches closely, you know, that first scratch goes up in in uh, pitch. Second mm-hmm. scratch goes down in pitch. That's yeah. all just how I control the record. But anyway, I actually, like, think about it. It's not just, like, you know, random. So Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. So you are a a successful DJ. I, uh, you know, I, you, you could try to be modest. I'm gonna go ahead and call you. you. You're pretty successful as a DJ. You know, the, the, a lot of people would kill for the career that that you have and how things are going. I'm on a right journey. Now. I'm on a journey. You yeah. know, I'm somewhere on that path. 
I'm not I'm not from you know I'm not at the ground level anymore. Mm-hmm. But I've got a lot of a lot of a lot to go. I got a lot of the path to go for sure, man. And one of the things, like obviously, to be successful in any in any uh, career, you have to understand the business aspect of it. So how much does how much do you study the business side of being a DJ? Yeah, man. I mean, that's the 90 percent of my time is figuring out the business part. So that's like networking. That's figuring out who to talk to. But that's also trying to figure out, you know, the market where where those people are at, uh, how to get to them. You know, whether that's ads, PR, you know, uh, social media um, and just and making sure that things are sustainable, making the right investments in time and energy because that's the you know resource you'll never get back. But, you know, nowadays also making sure those um, investments in money is uh, is in the right place where you can get your return on investment. You get that ROI and uh, and keep it pushing. Yeah, for sure. Yo, definitely. And that's important. It's just making the best possible use of your time. And what were some of the the lessons that you had to learn the hard way when you were first starting out? Because obviously you start out in something like DJing because you have a passion and a love for music. And the business is something you kind of take some lumps in at first. So what were some of the, the, the bigger lessons that you learned as you were first starting out that taught you how to be successful now? Yeah, so... I mean, there's lessons in if you if you have ears and eyes to listen and and you're you know you humble yourself and you're always looking out for those for the lessons. There's lessons in everything that you do and and um I mean I you know I first got into music before even promoting shows at church, just doing uh, sound at church, mm-hmm. and I learned there about you know how not to redline, how to you know EQ, how to set up microphones, things like that. And then, you know, being part of that youth program and learning the technical, like beat matching and scratching, like a little bit of scratching and stuff, like learned a lot of lessons there. And then, you know, once you put yourself out there, um, you know, being able to approach a situation, knowing your own value, um, but also knowing what the value, what your value is to that other person and knowing how to leverage what you got, but also being humble and, and, and taking what you can. Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've literally done every kind of event you can think of mm-hmm. for, for, you know, for free, for exposure, for, um, for a lot of money. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, we, you know, we, we don't got to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 you know, <laughs> Like transitioning from just just no cool hand ain't starving. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know it's 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 a blessing. But um, but yeah, you know like like I I started when I was a teenager, so I had that benefit of you know I had a roof over my head, I had food, I didn't have you know rent to pay or, or bills to pay, mm-hmm. so that allowed me to explore. Yeah, and, and have that safety net. And then you know restarting in college was kind of the same same thing. I didn't have really bills to pay until I moved out to an apartment and stuff. But by that time I'd already had my foot in the door. I was already DJing at the number one college bar in the country yeah. called the boot. Um, according to USA today and complex magazine. There you go. Um, talk, talk your shit. Ba- cool back, in, yeah. back in 2013, <laughs> shout out to DJ GQ. He's still doing his thing out there. He's on radio now, you know, he's, he's doing big things, but, uh, you know, um, you know, having those safety nets was definitely one of the advantages and lucky things that I had. 
yeah. um, that maybe some of the other DJs didn't have. And I always came into it with a business mind. So, yeah. you know, I, I definitely have a passion for music, but it's always been, you know, how can I, how can I make this sustainable? How can I make this a career? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And now that it's my career, I'm getting back into the creative stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that's a long answer to your question, but no, it's, it's, it it's perfect. It, it makes yeah. me have to work less. So thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Man, did you have like a, a mentor or anything like that? Or was it like you kind of had to take the lumps on your own coming up, especially with the business side of, of being a DJ? Yeah. I mean, um, shout out to DJ days. He showed me like the DJ techniques. Um, shout out to Chris Wiltsey. He showed me kind of the ropes on the business end, getting me, um, into, you know, how to approach clubs, how to be professional, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and throw my own shows. And then, um, and then I've had so many mentors between here and there and, and like some of them, you know, it's like one meeting and it's teach me a whole bunch and I never meet them again, but I would consider them a mentor. Yeah. I remember I had, a, I had a meeting way back in like I think it was 2012 with E40's uh management and we met at a Starbucks and he was like yo do you think this Starbucks sells coffee and I was like yeah and they were like (laughs) yeah of course it's Starbucks no they sell an image and and that just opened up so many like that you know it's it's just that dropping knowledge yeah and and understanding that no they sell a brand yeah like micro or just like uh Apple you know, if you if you have a MacBook, it symbolizes something to people. If you if you carry a, a Starbucks coffee into a room, it shows something versus, you know, other brands. Yeah. Or, or like just a no name. Yeah, yeah, that no thing. name. And when you go to when you go to Poppy and you get that dollar coffee that you gotta pour yourself in the back of the store. Yeah. So yeah. so it all represents you and, you know, clothing brands do this. I worked for Red Bull when I was in college and I learned, you know, that can that liquid is only twenty five percent. twenty five cents. Uh, that four dollars, two dollars, whatever that that difference that you're paying is all in branding. That's the X Games. That's um, you know, all that other stuff. So understanding, you know, branding, understanding all that kind of stuff is so important. So uh, yeah, definitely, man. So uh, I want to transition here, man. DJ Cool Hand, you are a married man, right? I am a married yeah. man. So all y'all that was in my inbox, okay, that, that you know what I'm saying, I posted the video, it hit me up, oh, who's this handsome guy that you posting, all right, he's married, so leave him alone, one, and two, if, if you know, I could gladly give you my number, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid to catch some residual uh, groupies. I mean, that cool at, hand is, is that, taken, that's know? one of the benefits of being one of my entourage, I'm always there as a wingman, well, I'm always yeah, there, there to, you go. yo, I got the coolest <laughs> story, one, one time my cousin who lives out in Rhode Island was like, yo, like I met this girl on Tinder and she is from New Orleans. And I told her that DJ cool hands, my cousin. And I got lucky that night. And I was just well, like, there you go. I was like, really? no, knowing, like, knowing DJ cool hand, the gift that keeps on giving, bro. Like that's what I do it for, man. What is it like to be a married man like that? What is that feeling like? It gotta be great, man. It's, it's, I keep using the word blessing, but that, that's just, you know, because of how I see it is it's like, you know, in this, in this world right now where people are so afraid of commitment, um, you know, they don't even want to sign a contract for their cell phone, let alone, 
you know, say that they're actually dating somebody. Yeah. To be married is, is different. It's unique, but it, but it builds that, like that, uh, you know, then you're building your house on, on solid ground Mm -hmm. versus, you know, so like my value, my, uh, validation, all that kind of stuff comes from home, you know, comes from family. So when I present myself to the world, I'm not looking for that validation. I'm presenting myself in, in my authentic form and, and not waiting on, not adapting to somebody else's, you know, situation to try to make them like me or something. It's just, it's just who I am and, and they can take it or leave it because I have, you know, a beautiful wife, you know, and I, and I have that family backing that, uh, that supports me. That must be great because like you, you guys been together how long? Man, we were together for seven years before we got married. Yeah. We got married last year. You know, our anniversary was in September. Okay. You know, and excited for the happily ever after, That's you know, congrats, keep, keep man. it going. Yeah, for sure, man. So, so she was around before like you got to the level that you are now. So she was around for a lot of the struggles and, and, and you know, DJing and, and shady parties and going, <laughs> you know, taking gigs in places that, you know, you want to put your hood on while you're walking out because you don't want anyone to know that you was, that you was just there. So she was around <laughs> for a lot of that, right? She, she was around. She was around for for everything. Yeah. And man. Uh, and, you know, and, that, and that's and that's a two sided sword, sh- uh, sword as well, because, you know, I'll be like, yo, babe, I'm doing a, you know. I'm I'm DJing the VIP shows for Bruno Mars at the Barclays Center two nights in a row for the second year. Yeah. And she'll be like, okay. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like she was there for it all, you know? It's yeah. Like, right. It's like when you're trying to lose weight or something or you're going to the gym and you got that person that, that they see you every day. So when you're all buff and fit or whatever, they don't even notice. Yeah. It's like, like, all right. I mean, I don't see no, no different. Yeah. Cause that's transition so smooth. Yeah. So, but yeah, she was there when, you know, I was just trying to get gigs when I was hustling, like just thinking about like, how do I get this next gig yeah. to, to get a little extra money and, and whatnot. And, and uh, she always like had your back. Always had whole, my back. Yeah. Man, man she used to be dope. my roadie. Like, that's like dope, when man. I was DJing in college, yeah. she was my roadie. She, she knows how to hook up all my stuff. That's she, awesome. She knows how to turn the girls away, take requests and, <laughs> and, uh, and like, she she knows how to she how does. to handle herself in those hey, situations. Not, so. Hey, hey, back up, okay? Exactly. This is not that kind of party. Get out of here. Exactly. Like, you know how to do all that, man. That's that's yeah. dope, man. Congratulations to you and Hub, man. Seriously, yeah. I that's that's awesome to just to hear. And I can see the the glow on your face when you're talking about her, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's man. awesome, man. So uh, I want to transition here real quick, man. We we almost getting to the end of the show, but I definitely want to get into this DJ for Hire podcast you just started. Yeah. So tell us about DJ for Hire. Yo, so DJ for Hire is just my opportunity to give back to the DJ community. I'm trying to share, you know, my wealth of knowledge with with people into little, you know, trying to learn how to break it down into little podcasts. So I do 30 minutes on a certain subject. So like my last subject was how to price your DJ services. And then, you know, and then I also do my best to find other people to interview that are DJs. So that they can share their perspective on those things as well. You know, I, I interviewed Riser, who's a producer DJ, again, number one producer in New York City and beyond. And uh, and I've got some other stuff coming on uh, coming up with like, you know, I'm interviewing my agent, interviewing just people within the industry. So it's not just my knowledge, but yeah. still an opportunity to give back to the community because givers game, bro. Like like That's the more right. you give. Um, that's how you become a leader. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, I, I've been given so much that it's, it's, you know, 
it's always about giving back and, and continuing that growth. Yeah, it's the each one take one, each one teach one philosophy. You know, there's a lot of people who they get to a certain point in their career, especially in this industry that you and I are both in. They get to a certain point and they're not at, they're not trying to help anybody. They're not trying to give any advice. So that's big that you're at a point where you get to do this full time. And this that's a point where a lot of people starting out right now, some people that who may be listening right now, they're like, man, I want to be able to DJ full time. And you're at that level and you've decided to to, you know, create this this platform for you to teach them. That's awesome. That's great, man. How can they listen to DJ for Hire? Yeah, man. So it's on everything you can think of. So it's on Google Play. Mm-hmm. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. I just sent in the uh, the thing to be on uh, Deezer and um, and iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. Well, that they still haven't accepted me, iHeart. <laughs> cough, cough. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but but then you know, like, once you get there that, that you've, you've done something. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, so it's... It's everywhere available. You just search uh, DJ for Hire. It comes right up, at least for me. Yeah. You know, it's the only podcast called DJ for Hire. So, you know, and it's by DJ Cool Hand. So maybe you could just search my name if, if it, you know. How hard was that way. coming up with a unique name? Because you hear, sometimes you get a name of a podcast and there's like five or six podcasts with that same exact name. I so, mean, here, so here, I, here's some DJ advice or, or business advice. So I looked up keywords on SEO and DJ for Hire was one of the most used um seo terms so mm. you know if i do that every week Ooh. it's called dj for hire seo i i, I know what that so, is because I, I used to yeah. work in sales before you know i stopped uh i left that career search engine optimization there you go man yes sir there's some 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 highly searched words on google yahoo and all those other major search engines bing and stuff like that that was that's actually very clever on your part that's actually very that's that's genius yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, listen to the podcast. I, I drop gems all the time. Like, yeah. And, you know, I, I get people all the time. They're like, man, it just comes so naturally to you, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, I work for this. I've been doing right. this for over a decade now. And again, like I've run into every situation. Yeah. I've, you know, DJed for gangsters that didn't want to pay me. And I had to figure out a way to get paid. Uh, I've DJed for, you know, just, you know, big entities that, need you to do certain things, you know, have insurance, have all this stuff and, and like still get that money. And like, uh, you know, just all kinds of stuff. Parties that got shot up, parties that yeah. superstars are at. You don't you know? have to deal with people that don't want to pay you anymore, right? No. Nah. Oh. <laughs> uh, look, you know, look. You, like, you, could, you give me a phone call. I, I know some guys out in Brooklyn that get you your money. Yeah, you know? no. And, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and, and, you know, the benefit of being able to do this full time is that now I can donate my time. And yeah. I can, um, again, give back to the community. I do stuff with nonprofits. I just recently did a gig for the uh, American Cancer Society, which yeah. my, my mother passed away from cancer uh, sorry to hear about that, six man. years ago. Yeah. So it was an opportunity to give back to something that I really believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's just like if, if something dope, dope is going on, you know, I'm not, I'm not DJing for the money. I'm DJing because yeah. I it's an opportunity for me to be creative. It's an opportunity to have fun. And it's an opportunity. um for me to, you know, again, give back to the community. So, yeah, because at, at this point, like you, again, you say you've been doing this for like a decade, you know? So at this point you've built up a client list, you've built up, you know, a reputation in this, in this business. So it's great that you've worked to a point where you can now donate your time to causes. You can now donate your time to, okay, let me take this gig. That's not going to pay me, but I get to use 
I get to be creative, you know, and, and, and that's the goal for everyone that gets into any aspect in this industry is that to, to, to work up, to work their way up to a level that you are at. That's awesome, man. And, and it's great. This conversation that we just had, man, is awesome. It was great sitting down with you. Uh, again, we ran into each other a bunch of, a bunch of other times. Um, but this is like the first like in-depth conversation uh, this is this is awesome, man. It was great having you on. My man. pleasure, man. I mean, when I got the opportunity to be on, you know, this superstar host, you know, podcast well, and radio show, yeah, you don't have to do that. You know, I had to. I I'll had take to it, hop but, on that opportunity. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take the accolades. You don't you don't got to do that. You know what I'm saying? Keep going though. <laughs> <laughs> ben Lewis, Ben Lewis Radio. Oh know, man, yeah, I really. Yes, sir, man. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Make sure you go download our absolutely free mobile app. By going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Android or going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone. My guy DJ Coolhand was our guest for today on Brooklyn Bandstand. One last time, let them know where they can find you at, how they can follow you, how they can uh, get your services for any events coming up or anything like that. Yeah, man. DJ Coolhand representing the Remixologist and Midnight Dreams Collective. You can follow me at DJ Coolhand on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook whatever you want or just djcoolhand.com that's right man dj coolhand i guess for today this has been brooklyn bandstand coming up right after this do not go anywhere we got the dmz with my guy mike DeMayo coming in right now yo there's always some dope music a dope playlist you know it, it, you're not gonna be disappointed and i'm not I, I wouldn't lie to you because i have a microphone in front of me and my opinion is important i co-sign it there you go <laughs> dj dj coolhand co-signed it so stay tuned coming up right now is the DMZ with my guy Mike DeMayo. I will catch everyone on Thursday for Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Let's get it. Everyone enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great, fun, and safe Halloween. And if you're wearing a costume, don't wear one of those shitty cloth costumes, okay? Spend the real money and get a real costume. I don't want to see Iron Man's armor printed on a goddamn blanket okay <laughs> go spend money get the plastic suit and look like the real iron man all right everyone have fun be safe for halloween i'll catch you all on thursday the dmc mike DeMeo coming up right after me everyone enjoy peace out